What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dave Cast, you guys. Episode 40. I'm still pushing. I'm going to keep doing these damn things. I'm going to keep recording them. I don't care, man. This week, this week's podcast is pretty good. It's not the best, not the worst. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it, man. This podcast is brought to you by Alaska Canine Solutions. My boy, Pat Shu started up his own company of training dogs, um, certifying. He doesn't, he's going to get certified or is certified bomb dogs. Uh, he'll train dogs into personal protection, security, protect you. Uh, if you just want some pointers or advice or you want to bring your dog to him and have it trained if you're in Alaska, I guess. But uh, feel free to hit him up and to look him up on Facebook. It's Alaska Canine Solutions on Facebook. Has all the information you need. He's got a number, his email, address, everything you need. Send him a message. Ask him, hey, my dog shits on the carpet. How do I get it not to? <laughs> something. Send him something funny. He'll think it's hilarious. But uh, hit me up, you guys. Feedback is awesome. I love feedback. And I got some feedback and I talk about it in the first segment uh, from my boy Dave and it's hilarious. But any feedback you guys can give me, make fun of me. Tell me I suck. Tell me I'm awesome. I really don't care. Just give me some feedback. Hit me up, you guys. DavePodcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, Dave Helmberg on Facebook. Dave's Podcast on Facebook. And uh, Funny Walder on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, love you guys. Enjoy the podcast. Episode 40. Hey, hey. What's up, everybody? It's my favorite day of the week. It's Thursday. Where I get to talk to you guys. My famous, famous, my favorite friends. My podcast listeners, man, I couldn't, I don't know, without you guys, I wouldn't, I'd just be me talking to myself, so, I appreciate you, every time I tell you guys how much I love and appreciate all my listeners, uh, thank you to anybody who shares and likes and comments on stuff, uh, the more of that, the better, like, we're in a technological era now, like, a social media era where you gotta use, if you're not using social media to get your word out, get your shit out there, then you're just dumb, (laughs) you're doing it wrong. So, if you're trying to promote yourself or anything and you're not, I have a big social media base, man. You got to work on it. Got to get one. Uh, I got a couple of different social media pages and this and that. And it works. It's what you kind of got to do nowadays. That's all anybody has been talking about is how it's negative 25 degrees right now. The wind chills have gotten to down to like negative 50s and negative 30. And it's just cold. Like it just, it's... I tell people, it ain't like you go outside and play in it when it's minus 10. Any negative degrees, people usually aren't out messing around in it if they don't have to be. So, yeah, it's cold. Everybody at work, that's all I talk about all day long. It's cold, you guys. Hey, did you hear how cold it is outside? Did you hear how cold it is? It's cold outside, Steve. Hey, Mike, it's cold outside, bro. We came in from outside. I know it's fucking cold. Uh, I've been plugging the vehicles in. It seems to work. The Kia doesn't have a plug-in. This bad boy Trailblazer does, and it seems to work great. Because this thing, when I don't plug it in, it cranks pretty hard. And then, yeah. It's got to be so bad on vehicles, right? So hard on them. The belts, all the hard plastic, hard rubber moving parts that turn fucking solid when it's freezing out. It's a lot. A lot of, a lot of wear. It's a lot of wear and tear on a vehicle. So, I've been... Like I was saying, I like you guys, like you guys. God, I'm all over the place already. I love that you guys listen. I love all the feed. I love the feedback and everything. I I got some feedback the other day, last week, from a good old friend of mine that I've, I've been, I see him again now that I've been going back to progressive martial arts. 
We have a seminar tonight with the black belt. Dylan coming in, teach us some stuff. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> trying to get over the verbal pauses. Speaking of that, this guy gave me from the gym, gave me some advice. He's given me advice a couple different times now on things I should do on here. The funny part, the other day he says, I think you should slow down. I think you talk too fast. It's hard for you to understand. Nobody wants to listen to it for more than a couple minutes. You know, it's hard to hear like feedback like that when you hear it and you're like, oh, really? And then he texts me later, come to find out he had his, his settings set to one and a half times so he could hear me at one and a half times. So if you're listening right now, you should be listening to a one time normal speed. But he was listening to it at one and a half. And I must, I've listened to myself at one and a half. I sound ridiculous. Welcome to the Davecast, you guys. I don't want to talk about this today. Blah, blah, blah. Talk about nothing. Blah, blah, blah. And that's, that's, I'm like, How'd you even listen to that for like a minute and not realize that something was wrong? Talk fast, not that fast. It's hilarious. But like I said, we're going back to Progressive Martial Arts tonight for a seminar. Uh, just throw this out there, Progressive Martial Arts is not a sponsor of mine. They do not necessarily believe the same shit I believe or support the stuff I say. So I just gotta get that out there and all the guys at PMA, uh, changed my life man I got my gym back nothing against map fitness and I still want to go out there and train and maybe work on some stuff some of those guys but they know what to do they just got to hit me up and I'll train with them so tonight we'll have a seminar maybe some people get promoted or something I don't know kind of fun I'm not up for any promotions yet. I've taken too much time off and I've waited too long. One thing I think a lot of people forget. I don't think they forget. I don't know when it comes to jujitsu, man. Like you can be really good. You can be a white belt. Let's just say this. You can be a white belt. You can be beating blue belts, hanging with purples. That's a white belt. And if you never show up and you're never there, you're not going to get your belt. You're not going to get belted. You're not going to get a blue belt if you're never there. Yeah, if you're not putting in the dedication, that's the biggest part of it is always being there and de- being dedicated if you want to get a belt. And there's, they, and it's, there's, for, there's a reason for that. You're, o- you're not going to get better without doing it. Jiu-Jitsu is one of those things where you just got to do it to get better. Because if you don't do it, other people around you are doing it and getting better. And That was my biggest thing at being out of PMA for three years. And yeah, I've still been training. But not at the level those guys have been training. And they've all gotten so much better, so much faster. It's awesome. They should. Then that's exactly what should happen. And it, and it shows and it just proves that they have a good, there's some good stuff going on at PMA. And it's changed so much since I left and I got banished to the wilderness, come back a harder, stronger person. Or a, I, I, worry, I, uh, I would like to say I stumbled on my words. I... I just lost my entire train of thought. It doesn't matter. You got to be dedicated. You got to get in. You got to go to the gym. But since being back, like I said, at PMA, since I was gone for so long, I, I just don't take anything like that for granted. Uh, don't. Don't just. Don't, just go train. You got to be there. You got to go there. Like, you're not going to get promoted without it. That's what I'm getting at. The reason, 
you know, for that is like there's a lot of guys that are there right now busting their ass every day, white belts that show up every day and get beat up by guys like me and Josh and Ken and the rest of the guys. They they come in, they put in the work. So then when, you know, you might be blue belt level and you might be tapping out blue belts or doing good against blue belts. But if you're never there, and you know, you, why you shouldn't, you're not going to get promoted because there's other guys that are there every night that are busting their asses that might not be ready for their blue belts yet, but they're showing the dedication and they're there. So why should, what's that, you know, how, what does that show everybody when you show up once a month or twice a month? And then somebody promotes you and they're there every damn night. Don't you think they should feel like they should have got promoted too? And then it just kind of can create waves and stuff. Promotions with jujitsu can be kind of crazy. And if you have a, a black belt that takes a lot of time and makes sure you're ready for that next belt, then so be it. And it's, it's a journey. And I was a white belt for seven years. So anybody who complains about, I feel like I need to get a belt or whatever, well, who cares? I love being a white belt and beating blue belts and as a blue belt I was beating purples and it just it, it'll all come together it'll all show man you just gotta be dedicated and you gotta stick with it you can go in there and beat the best guy in the gym if you just never go you're not gonna get promoted it's all about the dedication I was gonna say this right away but I totally forgot those of you that are just kinda first listening into my podcast I try the first 10 minutes is in my vehicle so if you guys hear a lot of road noise or a lot of whining from the vehicle which we don't hear too much of that's why stick with me it'll get better in 10 minutes I won't it'll be a quiet nice car and warm car hopefully so yeah excited about that tonight and I don't know if I mentioned this on here before but you my uh Dylan my black belt tells me like three years ago told me to start a podcast three years ago like how much farther ahead I would be in this whole podcasting thing how many episodes I'd have how much better I'd be at it if I would have started three years ago so listen to your black belt you guys listen to other people take advice put in your little toolbox that says good advice bad advice don't even I don't know you just keep having more advice it never hurts to get more advice and have more more knowledge become more become more wise more wise become wiser What do we got going on today, you guys? We're going to talk about some MMA, some recap, really. We're going to recap what happened this weekend at Bellator and talk about a little what's going on in the UFC. Got a little story time. I'm going to talk about some wrestling today, some uh, high school wrestling. I wrestled for Millbank, South Dakota. Millbank Bulldogs. Go Bulldogs. Wrestled for them. I don't know. I think I started wrestling when I was like six or seven years old. I was pretty young. Got pretty good at it. Same thing. Dedicated. There all the time. Doing it. Anytime there was a camp in the summertime, we were there. Uh, open tournaments, we'd go. And we didn't even go as much as other kids went. Like, we just, we were kind of a poorer family. We didn't get a chance to go to all that stuff. But I thank my parents for letting me, for getting me to all that stuff. Making me the wrestler I am today, which has helped me be a lot, a lot better jujitsu guy, a better fighter. But in the end, it, like, humbles you and makes you a better person, I think. You kind of go through hell for a whole wrestling season we're gonna get into that a little bit later all i keep hearing about is how cold it is outside everybody at work talks about it like i said earlier 
it's funny, and I even catch myself talking about it every once in a while. I'll just be like, man, is it ever cold out? And you're like, God dang it. Now I'm on the same conversation level as everybody else. I'm better than that. Better than that. But at this temperature, you guys, your skin can freeze in like less than five minutes. I don't know how long somebody would last out in this. You're not gonna last long. See treacherous pictures of fingers and people's feet. Other stuff who got stranded. If you guys are going to be out in this stuff, just dress smart. Throw some blankets in your car. I made a, I made a survivor. I used to make survivor kits for the vehicle. Emergency kits. Some snacks in there. A candle. Uh, some water, even if it freezes. Or you can get snow, I guess, from outside. But the, a metal can. Or not a metal can. A metal... Uh, like a canteen a canteen holder cup thing so a metal cup that comes with it so you can put snow in it and melt it under the candle if you need to drink water uh wow everything man and get some hand warmers leave some hand warmers in your vehicle those ones that you open and heat up leave some extra blankets i have my snowmobile suit in here just in case you never know you guys dress for the worst well i'm just gonna be outside for two seconds i'm gonna get in my car the car's warm i'm gonna drive somewhere i'm gonna get out for another two seconds and then go back in i get it but on the drive there, you don't know what can happen. Car accident, vehicle dies, breaks down, flat tire. At least flat tire, your vehicle can stay running and you get, you know, get heat or whatever. But people get stranded in blizzards all the time and they lose their life over something just, some traveling they didn't need to do or just some dumb traveling where they didn't do it smartly and bring something. Pack a kit, put something together. She can go online and find a good winter survival kit idea. going on today at work bend in some inch and a half tubing we usually bench in, bend inch and a quarter tubing but uh the r&d department that comes up with new ideas and new stuff wants me to wants us to bend some inch and a half and figure out the stretch on it and they're it's for a design for a hatch they got and it's what i do all day mess with metal i'm a metal worker if i had my way when it came to welding i I think I'd like to have my own my own little shop where I can make artsy fartsy stuff and sell that crap to people. They love it. They love artsy handmade stuff. I'd like to do repairs for people and stuff, but you get overwhelmed real quick. There's so many people out there. They say if you open a welding repair business, you can get a lot of business really fast and it'll do really good. Um, I've always said if you have, you're one of those people who have a truck, you get a call a service truck get yourself a service truck and then you make calls and you show up places and repair things for them and you should get like $80 an hour I'm sure most repair most repair trucks are book charge getting ready to pull up to work fellas ladies sorry I know plenty of guys and girls that listen to my podcast it's going good you guys for real like stuff share stuff help me out that's the biggest thing is when you have like streamers, like people that stream video games and stuff, they have like a following. They get like some the good, the good closer following, the good closer friends that just help push them and support them. And uh, if you guys are in Grand Forks, no matter where you are, and you somebody's looking for something to listen to or whatever, tell them to go my way. Tell them to not start at the first one. I've been thinking about that a lot lately, and the first one has like a lot of listens, and I think people listen to it and they realize it's not for them, and I get it, and then they go on and listen to something else or whatever but listen to some later episodes when I get better at it 
even when I'm better than I am right now. Some different episodes when I have a guest on or, or something, and I might go back and change episode one to say that at the beginning, just so people know, like, hey, this isn't this isn't how good I am right now. I get better, not that much better, but I get better. But it's so cold. That is what that's all we talk about. That's all I want to talk about. It's cold, you guys. It's cold. What else do you say? Don't go out. Like, I grabbed a doorknob yesterday to get in the building here, and it stuck. And I grabbed it really hard, and it was with my bare hand. And wow, my, like, I felt hot. Like, my hand started to burn. It was insane. But yeah, thank you guys for coming along on the podcast with me. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Before we get into it, we're going to do some shout outs. That's something I want to do here and there. And I got a few shout outs I want to do. My brother, Joe. Joe, it was your birthday. On the 28th, Monday. Happy birthday, Joe, my older brother. He's 38. He's getting fucking old. Uh, recently, he's lost like 50 pounds, and I'm good for him. Uh, lifestyle change. Uh, it's huge. Uh, take care of your body. It's the only one you got. Like, I don't understand why people treat their bodies like shit and whatever. But a uh, huge shout-out to Joe. Joe was a wrestler as well, and that's why he kind of motivated me today to talk about like my story time will be more about like my wrestling and I don't know where I'm going to go with all the wrestling stuff. I just kind of start talking about it and see what road I go down. I have, I could probably talk about wrestling for a couple different podcasts and I can make full podcasts out of all the wrestling and stuff we did. And we'll get into that in a little bit because of that. I want to give a shout out to Tyson, my brother's girlfriend's son. Uh, you can almost think of him as Joe's stepson. Uh, he wrestles for peer governors in South Dakota and he's been kicking ass this year and he's, uh, uh, Joe and those guys will post pictures and videos, man. He's a stud. It's awesome. I want to wrestle him. I kind of want to wrestle him. He'll probably out cardio, out cardio me for sure. But I want to give him a shot at the title. <laughs> I did a, uh, a Facebook post the other day about being the toughest guy in Grand Forks. Uh, come take the title or whatever. And it was a joke. It was just to get a rise out of people. And I do. I think I'm pretty damn tough. But I'm a little guy, man. There's some big dude who come along and thump me and it's all fun and like it, it kind of like I've been watching this show Letterkenny and the, the guy on there Wayne is like the toughest guy on Letterkenny and guys show up to the farm to fight him to see who's tougher and kind of made me think of that I just thought it would get a good conversation going on Facebook and it did it was fun uh, so shout out to Tyson keep it up man keep wrestling keep keep kicking ass uh, Robin shout out to my girl my biggest fan my supporter Robin, I don't know where I'd be without you. Uh, for real, you're, you're the best. You always give me ideas for the podcast. You always tell me to keep going when I feel like I'm doing a bad job. And I'm giving you a shout-out because you're, what, 18 or 19 days caffeine-free. Like, I don't know how you did it. I don't know. I made it, what, two and a half, I think two days, and I lost my mind. But you're doing it. You're drinking water. You're being healthy, and you're you're doing awesome. Good job. Way to, I didn't think out of anybody, like, you, the way you love coffee and energy drinks just as much as I do not more <laughs> I think uh, I think that's awesome good job and what else did I have I had another shout out let me find my notes okay so yeah Brandon my buddy Brandon I've talked about him on here a couple of times not Tupa uh, buddy Brandon D. Clerk from Millbank uh, we played t-ball and peewee baseball or whatever together we graduated together we were just we were bus I think we rode the bus together for a while talked about him on here before and he's been a huge fan since day one he's been supporting me 
always asking me questions, sending me feedback. I appreciate him. Well, you guys are going to hear when I do the MMA Minute, which he reminded me that I was actually going to call my MMA talk or whatever, the TKO. I was going to call it the, the MMA Minute. And I'm glad he reminded me because I like it. So my MMA talk, my fight talk, we're going to call it the MMA Minute with Dave or whatever. But he sent me in what I've been calling the jingle but or the introduction for it. And I'm excited. We're going to use it today. We're going to use it on this podcast later. And Brandon, huge shout out to you. Thank you so much for that. We're just going to get right into story time. <laughs> so, so, uh, wrestling. I wrestled since I can remember. I'd have to ask my dad or somebody like how old I was when they actually first put me into wrestling. My guess is somewhere around seven, eight, even maybe six, seven, and eight. I even started later than some kids did. And I was like a little behind at the beginning, but if I remember right, uh, <clears throat> sorry if I sound like the macho man, yeah, you know what I mean? Cause of my throat, I meant yesterday I told myself I wasn't going to talk so much during the day. That way I could save my voice for the podcast and nah, why do that? I got to talk. That's what I do. Talker. But I'm not sure when I started wrestling, uh, pretty young age. Uh, God, I was okay at it as a kid. Like there was other when you wrestled as a kid, you had there was, you knew of like other kids coming up from other towns that you were good. You were like, God, if I had to wrestle this kid or uh, or a kid with a certain name from a certain town, you knew they were good. They started young. They're coming up, or they're just naturally good wrestlers and stuff. But I was an okay wrestler as a kid. Um, huge, huge thank you to my stepmom Wanda and my dad for pushing me and my brother to be in wrestling. I don't know if we ever really wanted to quit or not. I don't really ever wanted to quit. I didn't always want to go to practice, but it was a huge thank you to them for like putting me in wrestling. It has made things so much in my life better because wrestling's hard. And like I've talked about it before, you come together, practices are hard. You're coming together every day as a team to beat the crap out of each other in a way. I always say wrestling is like almost the closest thing to fighting without strikes. You know, you have your jiu-jitsu and your grappling. The same difference, but wrestling just gives you that base. And you just, it's, wrestlers are tougher, stronger guys. Not stronger necessarily, but you know what I'm saying. Stronger mentally. We cut weight. We go through fucking hot, crazy practices. And we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but anyway, kids wrestling growing up, thank you for those for keeping us in it. And they would drive every weekend to some little town to do a tournament. We'd drive places and stay overnight. You had to drive so far. Big all-day tournaments. Uh, middle school, I was in wrestling in middle school. Uh, we, we could start wrestling for the school in seventh grade. I'm not sure if Millbank changed that or not. So in sixth grade, you didn't get to wrestle. You still had to go to just wait for the end of the season or whatever. I think January is when kids wrestling started, or maybe December. Maybe January, get into kids wrestling or whatever. But middle school and seventh grade, I got to start school-based wrestling. And it was a lot of fun. We got to travel around on the buses and wrestle. And uh, the thing is, is in my grade, I can remember, if I, I don't want to start shouting out names, but I remember Corey, Jason, Brian, Schnecky, our heavyweight, uh, Sean Bone. Uh, who else was in there at my age? There was a few other guys. Craig Halgard. Uh, sorry if I don't... None of these guys listen to my podcast. Anyway, but these are the guys. And we had a small group of us, so... So, like, my brother's grade. Joe, George. You had so many guys. Luke, you had a bunch of dudes. There was probably at least over a dozen guys on that team. But 
me, Corey, we, our grade was like, I think there was like five or six of us. So we were a very small group. I remember one year our picture, our eighth grade picture, there was only like five or six of us in the picture. And there wasn't very many of us, but which made us tighter and which made us closer, I think. And middle school wrestling was pretty fun. And then comes Dave's freshman year. I end up being the only freshman to make varsity, which is a big deal. Millbank Wrestling is a stacked program, and we always have good wrestlers. We had great coaches, who I'll get into in a minute. But I start off in freshman wrestling, and I'm the only freshman to make varsity. Not because I was awesome. I was a decent wrestler, but I wasn't like varsity level wrestling. And then I'm a little guy. I weighed like 95 pounds my freshman year. And then I wrestled 103 pounds. So I didn't have to cut weight or anything like that. But 103 pounds that year ends up being the most stacked weight class. And 103 usually isn't a stacked weight class because a lot of seniors, juniors, they outgrow it and they don't make 103 anymore. Well, there ends up being like six senior studs at like 103 that year. And it was, I got my ass kicked all year wrestling. I think I ended up winning like seven or eight matches all year. My record was like seven and 30. I got my ass kicked all year. Not only did I get my ass kicked on the mat, but I got my ass kicked by the seniors. So that year you had Jesse Krause was returning. He was, he's returning to be a four-time state champ. Matt Shell, what was Matt was coming on to be a three or four-time state champ. And then he had a bunch of place winners in there. And they, I don't think they liked the fact that I couldn't, I didn't win very often. I got my butt kicked. The whole hazing part of being a freshman, they enjoyed doing that to me. I wanted to quit so many times. And I'll go in the coach's office. And we had two coaches. We had Coach Hirsch, the head coach, Bob Hirsch, who now coaches, I believe, for Watertown. And then, if I believe right, uh, Mr. Hadorn, uh, Jim Hadorn, he is, uh, he's, I, I know he's out in Rapid City now and he teaches and maybe he's a superintendent. I know he was like a, uh, the athletic director of Millbank, I think, before he left. I don't know if all these are facts are right or not, but that's what I've heard and that's what I remember. But these two men helped, besides for my father and some uncles and stuff, really helped groom me as a young man and make me who I am today. And I want to thank these guys all the time. But uh, Mr. Hirsch, the head coach, he came up through, I think he wrestled for Northern and he just he he just he's an awesome wrestler and he's just a, just a funny ass coach, uh, a really laid back, interesting guy. Um, Mr. Hirsch really Mr. Hirsch really reminded me of uh, you know looked like Jim Carrey a lot, just wire just weird guy and just he's so funny. He had so much personality. I really liked Mr. Hirsch a lot. And then you had Mr. Hadorn, who was the assistant coach. And the conditioning coach, and that guy would run us till we'd almost die. Condition us till we'd almost die. And he was—he was the hard ass. When, when Mr. Hirsch was pretty, pretty laid back guy, Mr. Hadorn would step up and tell you to put some damn dirt on it, put some tape on it, get your ass back out there and wrestle. And they're two awesome coaches, and and I couldn't ask for better coaches. They're great and they're fun and man but anyway freshman year got my ass kicked but i was saying i went into the coach's office like mr hirsch mr hadorn i'm done i quit i can't do this anymore and they're like no no you're not you can't quit i was like shit go i just leave and go back out and they hazed me pretty good and they pushed me around and whatever but 
it was all what it is, and I feel like I'm stronger because of it today. I, tr- I got a bunch of jokes about those guys are on. I'm like, I have a list of people I'm going to kill, and it's going to start with Jesse Krause. But I love Jesse. I ran into him a couple times. And, uh, he yeah, he made me a tougher, better person. And I know later on in life, he's we've talked and stuff, and I have no hard feelings for those guys roughing me up. The only thing I get mad about is my senior year, they, they cracked down on hazing, and I didn't get to rough up any freshmen. So... Uh, freshman year, I sucked pretty bad. Sophomore year, I really turned it around. I came out and I wrestled real hard. I had a lot of that freshman experience, the senior varsity experience my freshman year. and Came out, I did really good. I actually placed in state that year. I uh, took seventh. Uh, pinned Cole Grocott for seventh and eighth. Got a re- revenge on him. And uh, Placing in state is a huge deal. Being a place winner, just getting to the big stage of placing in state is a big deal, especially in South Dakota. So we've got a pretty decent wrestling pro, you know, a pretty decent wrestling state. Uh, not compared to some other states, you know, like Pennsylvania, Ohio. I don't Pennsylvania so much. Ohio, Iowa, obviously, Oklahoma, they got some good wrestlers coming out of there. But my junior year, man, we can get into my junior year. I don't know, like my junior year all year long, I was pinning guys and I was just a stud doing really well. Uh, I was ranked really high to, uh, to place, but... I honestly chalk it up to cutting weight. My junior year, I uh, I cut so much weight. I'd weigh 130, wrestling 119. I'd get up to 135 and just have to cut it all again. And I cut so much weight. I don't know if it got to my head or got to my mind, but I got to the state tournament and I just wrestled like pure shit. I don't honestly, in my memory, I don't remember any of the matches. I don't remember anything I did. I only remember my elimination match. Where don't remember the guy from Rapid City Stevens beat me. He was a good wrestler, really good guy. Uh, beat me and then eliminated me from the tournament. And he went on to get like fifth or something. And I was out and I didn't place my junior year. And haunts me to this day, for real. Like I wish I could have showed up. I wish I could have wrestled to my true ability. And I didn't. So uh, that's just kind of been a thing has followed me around a lot and it's what it is now you know and it's just a head case and I know I was better than what I was and senior year came out and I bumped up a weight class to 130 and uh, we let uh, my buddy Pat Krause fell in at 125 it made the team stronger uh, I didn't have to cut so much weight uh, I I had my off and ons my senior year a little bit but I did really well ended up going into the state tournament and uh, I got sixth place there was this fucking crazy, tough fucking kid out of Watertown. Justin Lindsay. He might have been a freshman. He, uh, weirdest fucking wrestler ever, man. And I actually put him on his back in regions, and I got a 5 nothing on him. And he comes back, and he tosses me around, and I just he just has my number. And I just didn't, you know, he, out te- he outpointed me in, uh, in region finals. And then he outpointed me. He tech-falled me, actually, for 5th and 6th. So my last match ever in high school career, I got tech-falled by Justin Lindsay from Watertown. And it is what it is. I got sixth place. I still placed. I put on a good tournament. I wrestled hard. And wrestling has been, it's, it's, I can't stress it, man. I wish I could get my kids into it more. And I, I fail at it, of like not pushing it on my kids and, and this and that. I wish I would more. I think my parents definitely pushed it on me. And wrestling's awesome. It makes you better, it makes you tougher mentally, physically. Uh, if you, you make it through a wrestling season, you can make it through a lot of shit. Uh, basic training was a joke compared to wrestling season all that shit so 
That was story time. Uh, I'm sure I can talk more about wrestling later. Get more into more into depth about like we we got snowed in my freshman year in, in Groton. A big snowstorm came in and we were stuck there for a couple days. And the seniors threw me in the snow a bunch and fucked me up. And I could get into a bunch of those crazy stories, but I try to get out as much as I could here during story time. So hope you guys liked it. Before I get into TV talk, I want to talk a little bit more about my diet, my fasting that I've been doing. I told you guys before that. Uh, with my abdominal, my stomach pain, they wanted to, they wanted me to take a break from it for a little bit and see if that was affecting me at all. And I t- I've taken a break from it. I snack throughout the day. Taco Wednesday is my favorite day. Uh, I don't necessarily eat like a decent sized lunch, but I'll just snack on like nuts and snacks and stuff. And if it's a gym day, I know I'm going to PMA or MAP. I'll get some carbs in at like the second break. But for the longest time, you guys know like intermittent fasting. For those of you who don't know, like it's like if you take. Anywhere from like a, it's like eight to 12 hour period of the day where you don't eat. Uh, some people do it in the evenings. Some people do it like me during the day. So I wake up, I don't have breakfast, I don't have lunch. I don't eat anything, no snacks, no healthy snacks in between meals, nothing like that. I eat nothing. Uh, I put some coffee, some caffeine in my body, uh, green tea, water, I try to drink as much water as I can. Uh, a little tip for you guys, every time you go by, you go by a water fountain, just take a drink a decent drink and like get hydrated sometimes you don't realize how much you don't drink water and you guys got to be drinking water i know it's low yeah yeah uh one of the salesmen just knocked at my window telling me my tire was low i know the front one's low trailblazer is terrible when it gets cold out they start the tires lose a little bit of their seal and they start losing some air good looking out now he distracted me on the fasting thing so i'm gonna go back on it again i like how i feel i like the energy levels i have and I stay looking like I'm in shape, man. And now that I'm back in the gym, I'm even going to be in shape. If I actually like really cleaned my diet up because I'm a snacker at night and I love to just, when I get home, I eat supper and I want to snack on things all night while we watch TV. And that's just how I am and that's who I am and that's what I like to do. And I can do that and it almost doesn't even matter what I eat. I can eat good stuff, bad stuff, and I can keep my weight. I can keep looking kind of shredded. I just got lucky, man, and maybe I figured out my the, the code for my body or whatever, the cheat code for my body, I like to say. But really, I don't I don't eat during the day. Uh, on the weekends, I'll cheat sometimes when I have the kids and whatnot, but really. So you guys out there, you want to give it a shot, try it. Uh, see if it works for you guys. But I'm going to get back on it again. And I actually feel a little hungry during the day now that I kind of quit it or cheated on it a little bit. But I want to get back on it. I want to. Cl- if I cleaned it up, I would get. It would be ridiculous. Anyway, let's move on. TV talk. Let's get on some TV talk. Me and Robin finished or we caught up with This Is Us. That show was written so good. The way they bounce back into the past and into the future and even into the present and the way the storyline goes together and it's an emotional show. It's a funny show. We really like it. It is a really good show. This Is Us. I think it's on ABC. I'm not even gonna try to guess right now. Uh, I don't, I didn't do much, I didn't do much research for this. So it's going to be me bullshitting my way through it and ranting my way through it. This whole lunch break part of the podcast is going to be crazy. And if you guys didn't notice, I'm not really talking about when I'm breaking it up and stuff so much. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. You guys stick with me. I'll be all right. I'm totally caffeinated right now and I'm ready to rock out some podcasting to my fans, to the fucking listeners. doesn't matter. Anyway, TV talk. So we watch a show, uh, abducted in plain sight. It's getting some pretty good rants and raves right now. And for those of you that don't know, 
I know it's fucking low. Somebody else tell me. God damn, I'm podcasting here. Jesus, Giorgio. It's my boy Giorgio. He taught me how to run and operate the robot. I really like him. Uh, he's from Greece. He's like from uh, he's from an, the island. What is the island over there? Now it's going to kill me. Cyprus. He, his family so comes from the island of Cyprus. And he's a cool guy. He is an entrepreneur. He likes his, he's all about starting. He wants to start his own business. He had his own business. Uh, he's, he's a really cool guy. I like working with him. I've learned a lot from him, and I think he's learned a lot from me. So give and take, good good stuff. Abducted in plain sight, okay. Uh, we watched it on, uh, what did we watch it on? Was it on Netflix? It's not saying that it's on Netflix on here. I like to tell you guys where it's on or where we watched it at, and it's not like even telling me available on Netflix. Okay, so you can get it on Amazon Prime Video, YouTube, you gotta buy it, but it's on Netflix. And the show was about a 12-year-old girl named Jan who was abducted from uh, her, her family, uh, from a family friend. A family friend took her and like convinced her that he was in love with her and wanted to marry her. And it was like the craziest shit. She was 12 years old. And the guy like manipulated the family. He got in there and like it's, it's crazy. Like you got to watch it. Like I might do too many spoiler alerts when I do my TV talk. And let's not get into it too bad, but like too deep. But it's, it's ridiculous. Her dad uh, gave the guy a hand job, and when he tells it, when he talks about it, it is ridiculous. Like, how how dumb do you have to be to get in the car with another guy and he pulls it out and he's like, I've been, I need some relief. Can you help me? I'm like, fuck no, dude. Put that away and get out of my car. Just put it away. Why? What's, come on now. <laughs> ridiculous. But the show, yeah, it was it was interesting. It was a really really cool show. And then we're also watching the. Uh, the Ted Bundy tapes show. I think we're like two or like almost three episodes into it. And it, that is also on Netflix. Let me pull it up here so I can see this. Uh, oh, I didn't pull it up right here. Ted Bundy tapes. Oh, conversations with a killer. This show is so interesting. The first couple episodes, they start a little slow, but it's starting to really go now. And he starts talking about the murders and like, there's so many women that he killed and traveled around and just strangled so many women. Is it's crazy, and he was a law, you know, Ted Bundy, law student. You never would have thought it was him, and they actually suspected him at the beginning, and then they let it go. And man, it's it's a good show, and you guys got to check it out. But that brings me up to like, I want to kind of get into this story time too. So we're like TV talk and story time together, where I we did some research on this guy. Robin brought it up. She goes, "You should look up at this guy, uh, Carl Panzram." Uh, he was a, I won't call him a serial killer, but he killed a lot of people in the early 1900s. Uh, he's born in 1862 in Warren, Minnesota. That's the interesting part about it is he was born and lived near here. I think he was from East Grand Forks and he was just from day one. Uh, he was born with just something, some screw loose or just wasn't right. From day one, wanted to fight everybody. From day one, he was a thief or whatever. And I'm talking like 12 years old, they say he was an alcoholic, a thief. He tried to rob places when he was 12. They sent him off to a Minnesota boarding school. Uh, I think it was called like Minnesota Training, Minnesota Boys Training School. And they beat the shit out of him there. And they tried to fix him and straighten him up. And he burned the fucking place down. So at 12 years old, arson, burns the whole thing down. By the time he's 15, he's doing a bunch of robbing and whatever and this and that. And then he does, he kills his first person. He gets on a train, leaves East Grand Forks, gets on a train, 
travels all over the country just killing other hobos and homeless people, uh, thieving and robbing and just scum of a person, right? And he finally gets caught. Uh, they, they, he claims that he killed over 21 people and they just, they don't, they can, it's insane. Oh, and he was sodomizing people. I forget about that part. He would rape boys. He would rape boys and men. Uh, it was his jam, I guess. This guy was just bad shit crazy. And then 1938, he was finally put to death after he killed a prison prison guard or a prison employee. Or 1930 is when he was killed, I believe, yeah. In 1930. That's crazy. So if you guys don't ever know about Carl Panzeram, if you're from the Grand Forks area, that's crazy. I wonder if people talk about him or if the locals know about him. I'll ask around today a little bit. Uh, you, as you can tell, I didn't go into crazy amounts of research or any any of that jazz. But... It's all in fun, man. Um, it's interesting to see. Like, I wonder, you know, back in, well, how big was East Grand Forks back then? It had to be tiny, really. Or the, the town of Grand Forks in the early 1900s. It had to be so small. Uh, what else is going on? I'm going to have to rant and rave and bullshit my way through this lunch break, you guys. Once again, thank you guys for listening. I do that way too much or not? You guys like to hear that I thank you? You guys like the shout outs? Do you like that? You're here on the podcast ride with me on episode 40, you guys. 40 of them. They're going to keep coming. They're not going to stop. I love the feedback. I love when people tell me, like, they listen to it and they actually go, "That's it's not a bad podcast. And I go, I hate on myself so much. You know, I'm just like, are you sure? It's just me sitting here rambling, talking. I don't even know if I got, like, a good radio voice. I should slow down the way I talk. Slow down the way I talk. Slow down the pace of my, my talk, of how I talk. But I don't want it to be fake. I don't want to sit here and come out with my stripper DJ voice and sit here and try to be, I don't know, pronunciate everything properly, talk a little slower. I don't know why I, I, my voice got deeper there. But tonight we got the jujitsu seminar with Dylan. I'm excited. I love to get in there. And it's going to be a lot of question and answer I heard. And I love those type of seminars. And people can... Like, hey, man, I'm having trouble with someone. Someone is always passing my guard, and I can't stop him. And how do I got to do here and there? And like, you, he'll ask you to show stuff, and I'm excited. So excited. Today at work, what do we got going on? We're going to get the robot going again, get some stuff welding. Uh, cut a bunch of aluminum this morning. Yeah, this shit just got so boring, didn't it? Let's think of some shit to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the moment you have been waiting for. Coming out of the red corner, the number one podcast in Grand Forks, North Dakota, the Davecast MMA Minute. Man, was that not awesome, you guys? That's my boy Brandon from high school. And he was like, hey, here, I, he did one for me. And he was the one that told me to call it the MMA Minute. Or not told me to call it the MMA Minute, but reminded me that I want to call it the MMA Minute. And thank you, Brandon, once again for your support for just that. That's awesome. I, I love it. I appreciate it. Almost brought a tear to my eye when you sent that to me. So let's get into some MMA Minute with Dave. Here we go. <laughs> that was lame as shit, but it doesn't matter. So to recap what happened this last weekend, there's only a couple of fights that really matter or anything. The Bellator had its uh, heavyweight Grand Prix final with Ryan Bader fighting Fedor Emelian, Emelianenko, uh, the emperor, the legend, who I think needs to hang it up or whatever, but he's Fedor. He can do what he wants. Uh, totally got starched by Ryan Bader. And 
uh, like another one of those fights where it's like I wish you could have went on a little longer so you could kind of see some good action and some some different shit. And they just starch dudes are just starching guys right away, and it it is what it is. But huge shout out to Ryan Bader. Ryan Bader was in the UFC. I think he contended for a title a couple times. Uh, just he uh, he's good, man. He's really really good. And I think he's still a UFC caliber fighter. Obviously, now he's a champ champ over in Bellator, and hopefully my man will make some money and. And keep on. He'll obviously, he'll keep on fighting. I don't know who they plan on putting him up against next, or if he's going to stay at two hundred five or heavyweight. I don't know what Ryan Bader is going to do, man. But good for him. Good on him. Uh, Brendan Schaub's buddy, uh, Aaron Pico, who is he's a stud wrestler. I guess his boxing is just so legit. But he got caught, and knocked out by Henry Corrales, and Brendan Schaub like shit a brick because he was just a uh, Aaron Pico dick rider hard, and then he just got so. Aaron Pico's first professional fight was at Madison Square Garden on a pay-per-view on the main card, and he got choked out. He got guillotined and choked out in that fight. Wins a couple awesome knockout wins, and now he goes in against a, a really probably his toughest opponent yet and, like, got scrappy and got caught, and he should have kept his goddamn hands up and fought smart. Shoot, take him down if you got that such good wrestling. But he thinks his boxing is so good and that he doesn't have to, and it got him in trouble. And Aaron Pico, I'm sure we'll see him again. But it's just funny how Brendan rides him so hard and then he fucks him every time. And that's the part of the fight game. You can't, it's tough. What are you going to do? Uh, I was trying to get some upcoming fights coming up here, what the next UFC event is. And I had it on my phone here and then it just kind of, what the hell? My phone just reset. So we're going to get to him here in a second. I'm telling you guys, this research this week has been a week. Totally weak. Uh, we have a fight night, 144. Oh, Asensio versus Morales, too. That should be a really good fight. Uh, Aldo's on the card. He's, like, the co-main event. Uh, Hanato, Carnero, or whatever. That's dude, These are good fights, man. Damian Maia's on there. Uh, Charles Oliveira, the... Uh, some good guys on here. It's kind of a... A lot of these names aren't too familiar to me. But it's going to be good. It looks like an okay one. Uh, probably not a UFC fight night. It won't be a pay-per-view. I'm not sure if it's on uh, ESPN or not, or what they're doing. I don't know Fox or whatever. That that last card for the UFC was their first U was their first on ESPN, and it could have been a little better, but it wasn't that bad. A guy can't complain about some free fights. So that was fight talk. Three much coming up. Oh man, I almost dropped my phone. <sighs> Sorry guys. Sorry my content is out of control and crazy, but that's how I roll. So. That's all we got going on for fights. I can't wait for some bigger fight cards to come up. I can get some guys on there. Maybe sit down and talk some fights. Still trying to get some people on. I'm trying to step my podcast game up. But just busy with life, busy with everything. And it's, it's hard to come up with content sometimes to talk about. without talking about the same old shit and politics and all the shit that's going on in the United States right now. We just got to stop silencing people. And that's why I part of my thing about my podcast is is I, I can get my voice out there I can have it heard I can say whatever I want right now if you don't like it you don't have to listen if you don't like it you can tell me you don't like it we can talk about it we can discuss things as like adults and we can discuss things and just figure out the best you know what I mean everybody always gives me shit because I'm on the fence right I flip-flop and change my mind because I'm I don't live in a bubble I live in this I live on the planet earth man and I love other cultures I love other people I like the way other people think I like I like to find out what makes someone think the way they do, you know? Like, if you're an extreme leftist, I want to know what puts you there. Why do you feel that way? Maybe I can change your mind and make you less extreme or 
Maybe you can change my mind and make me more leftist. I don't know. But I don't want to sit here and talk about that shit all the time. I could do it all day. I got to fill up this tire before somebody else tells me my fucking tire's empty or flat or whatever again. So with all that being said, man, I think we're going to close it out. Once again, thank you so much, Alaska Canine Solutions and my boy Pat Shu up in Alaska getting some shit going. We're training dogs, uh, doing just what he does best and uh, I appreciate him so much, man. Like my first sponsor and I'm going to keep talking about you, Pat, and I appreciate you. You know I do and you're awesome, you're awesome dude. You listen, you give me feedback and I can't appreciate you enough you guys uh hit me up dave's podcast one at gmail.com dave helmert on facebook dave's podcast on facebook i am funny wilder on instagram and twitter and i'm on twitter with dave cast or whatever but i need your guys' help like share get the word out grand forks anywhere no matter where you're at you guys if you're talking to people and you start talking about podcasts be like hey i know this guy and even if this one ain't for you or whatever i don't know even if it doesn't matter just get it out i need your guys' help and with your support and huge thank you my buddy Brandon for doing that MMA minute thing for me like that is awesome dude like I can't thank you enough and I'm glad I can reach out and I can touch people's lives from my, my past my present and maybe get some new listeners and, and, get a, and get a following and I can get a studio someday man and have fun with this shit and have more guests on man we can have a lot of fun with this I'm so excited I'm getting, my, I'm getting my voice out there I know it feels weird or seems weird just why is it recorded and put it out there it's just this is my my voice and maybe I can change other people's minds because I change mind all the time and you got to be open-minded these, these days you can't be narrow-minded get out of your bubble if you're surrounded by the same people all the time you're all gonna start thinking the same you're all gonna have the same beliefs and, and you just gotta think outside the box you guys for real thank you so much Pat canine solutions Alaska canine solution thank you I can't I'm caffeinated you guys I love it but I got the energy I should, I should keep ranting for a while, but I got I got nothing to talk about. It's fucking cold outside, and that's all everybody talks about. Like I'm making fun of everybody. Is it cold outside? Yeah, you guys, is it cold outside? But it's fucking cold outside. Next week, see you guys next Thursday. Love you. Thanks for listening. Later.